Lord, I love you today. Lord, I'm honored just to be in your presence this morning. Lord, without you, where would we be today? Lord, we just want to love on you today and just thank you for sending your one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And I love you today. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by your stripes we are healed today. We declare it today. I love you today. Amen and amen. Come on. Right wherever you're watching this morning, will you just put your hands together today? If you're here, you can be seated. If you're in your living room, I hope you're standing up and you can be seated. You can be seated wherever you are, wherever you're watching. I'm so glad that you are here uh, watching with us online today. Thank you so much. We're honored uh, to be celebrating this special day. Happy Independence Day. Happy birthday to our nation. And no matter, the, the, no matter what we may think about what is happening in our nation, the United States of America will always be the greatest nation, one of the greatest nations. And I'm so honored. I don't know about you, but I am honored to be an American. I think it is time. It is high time. There's no better time for Christians to be in the United States of America. Do you want to know why? Because there has never been such a rate of people who do not know Jesus Christ. Do you realize you are sitting in the third largest mission field in the world? United States is the third largest mission field in all of the world. That means that that is the third. There are more people. Only two other countries are there more people that do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And uh, it, it is prime time for the church in our nation. And I'm so excited that you are watching with us online today. I want to ask you to open up your word uh, with me. Flip, you can swipe, whatever, however it is that you are looking uh, on the word with us. But Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 20 through 23 this morning. I want to lay some foundation before we get started today um, on this word. It is about our nation, but it's also about the church. Um, it's about the nation of Israel. It refers to our nation and where we are this morning, and, and it refers to the church as a whole. And in Deuteronomy chapter 6, if you'll let me lay a little groundwork this morning, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 20 through 23, Israel has been moving out of bondage. They are moving uh, to the promised land. And in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20, it says, when your sons ask you in time to come, saying, what is the meaning of the testimonies? the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you. Then you shall say to your son, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt and the Lord brought us up out of Egypt with a mighty hand and the Lord showed signs and wonders before our eyes, great and severe against Egypt. Pharaoh and all of his household. Then he brought us out from there that he might bring us in 
here to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. Here the Lord is telling Moses as he's leading the nation, he's, he's, he's reminding Moses, hey, remind the people what's going on. Remind the people why they are here. Remind the people of, of, of what I am doing and what I've been doing and why I am doing it. And Moses here, he's, he's telling the people, he's like, I just want to remind you why what, what God has done and why he brought us out of slavery and of bondage and why he has touched and why he's brought us out. I mean, because for almost 430 years, Israel was in a state of bondage and slavery for 430 years. But, 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 but what did he do, nation? God parted the Red Sea and then he turned around and he defeated an Egyptian army. And if, and if God God did it then. Can't he do it again? Amen. He's like, just, I, I just, I just want to remind you of what God is doing and what he did and what he's trying to do. And the Bible says that he, that he took us out of slavery for a purpose to take us into the promised land. Because how many of you know, sometimes you got to break free from some things before you can see the promises of the Lord. Amen. And he was telling them this and he was reminding them of all of this that they that they are in in this he's he's reminding this of uh, them of this while they are all in the wilderness cause cause somewhere along the way the children of Israel forgot why he brought them out of bondage because all of a sudden they came out of bondage now they're in the wilderness and now here they are they have forgotten what God has done for them and what should have been a 11 day journey turned into a 40 year journey journey. How many of you have ever had a season in life where it should have been like this but our worries and our lack of faith and our lack of commitment and our lack of understanding turned it into a much longer season. I've been there and somewhere after they came out of bondage and journeyed through the promised land they were forgetting some things. They were forgetting everything that God had done for them and I can see today's church somewhat in this same category Category. I can see America the beautiful. Didn't you enjoy Elijah's song? Didn't he do an excellent job this morning? I can see America the beautiful and also in this same state along with the church and where, 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 where we have forgotten all that he has done for our nation. We have forgotten that we are one nation under one God and that God is the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. We have forgotten and taken granted of the freedom of worship and the right to assemble. And now God is looking on nation and he's looking upon a church and he's saying wake up oh sleepers open up your eyes and remind the nation and remind the church what I just said that he brought us out from there that he might bring us in here to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers remind the nation remind the church and in Joshua chapter 5 verse 1 it says, so it was, we're, we're, we're going to this same story. They're still wondering. So it was when all the kings of the Amorites who were in the west side of the Jordan 
and all of the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the children of Israel until he had crossed over, that their heart melted and there was no spirit in them any longer because of the children of Israel. In that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives for yourselves and circumcise the sons of Israel again for the second time. So Joshua made flint knives for himself and circumcised the sons of Israel. And this, verse 4, and this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. Listen, all the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war, they had died in the wilderness along the way. And after they had come up out of Egypt, for all the people who came out had been circumcised, but all the people who were born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. See, there was a generation that was born in the wilderness and the wilderness was all that they knew. And now in the church, there is a generation, now in America, there is a generation being born in the wilderness. And that, that is all they know. There is a generation that parents are no longer taking them to church. They're no longer taking them to children's church. They're no longer speaking the word into them. And now there is a, this generation that, 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 that is growing up in the wilderness. And there's always wild things in the wilderness. Amen. Those that were born along the way had been circumcised. And Moses receives these instructions. So what does this mean? Why, why bring up something so graphic all the men are squirming I can feel it why bring up something so graphic uncomfortable topic on such a Sunday morning as this this is why America because a generation had come out of bondage the generation that God released from Egypt they had been circumcised they had they had their own cutting away of something in other words they had paid the price to come out of bondage and into what God had for future generations. They had paid the price. They had done the deed. They had done everything that they were supposed to. They had paid the price of their generation. And whenever we celebrate days like today, America's birthday and Independence Day when we stand here like we are today all across this nation and we'll be watching fireworks and eating barbecue later on in the day it, it, it guess what it didn't just happen freedom did not just happen amen so somebody somebody had to pay a price for our freedom our forefathers did and whenever we look around even in modern times like we look around at our church legacy church just this building alone guess what this this just doesn't happen legacy church we didn't just wake up and boom here we were no somebody had to pay the price and for people to come in and sit in these seats guess what somebody had to pay the 
price for 75, almost 75 souls to be one to Jesus Christ this year. Guess what? Somebody paid the price. God sent his son Jesus and paid the price. But there were people in this church that had to pay the price so we could open up and get those people in the house. Amen. For you to be watching online today, for you to be listening every Sunday morning to our great sound and everything. Guess what? Somebody paid the price on Sunday mornings before you ever get to Legacy Church. Guess what? There are people in here walking around and they're praying for you. They're praying you get revelation. They're praying you get healing. They are praying that, 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 that the Lord be in this place. Guess what? Somebody has to pay the price. There will always be people serving to make this church flow and function. Why? Because this just doesn't happen. No, someone gave. Someone sowed. Someone served so that we could be here in this house. Somebody has to pay the price. Amen? Amen. And that is awesome that all of this has brought us this far. It is awesome that everything that everybody has done has brought us this far. But guess what? You will never get into the presence of the future based on the price that was paid by the generation before you. You will never see the promises just simply based on what they gave, on what they sowed, on how they served. No, every generation has a price that they must pay to keep it going. Amen. Our forefathers fought. Now it's the church. And today we've got to pay a price. We've got to stand up and worship. We've got to stand up and declare uh, wrong from right. We've got to call a sin a sin. And God has so much for us as a church. This is just the beginning. But every generation must pay a price. And until every person in our nation, until every person of legacy church uh, says, guess what? Uh, I will do my part. I'm going to pay whatever I can. I'm going to serve however. I will do my part. Until that happens, we will never understand all that God can do through us. It takes an army. It's not a one-man thing. It takes an army. And now there was this generation in scripture, kind of like the generation that we are walking in. They had to pay the price to keep what their forefathers laid before them so they could see the presence of God, so they could get in the presence. What did he do? He circumcised a generation. In other words, there were some things that they had to shed off to keep going what the forefathers had laid before them. Hebrews 12 and 1, you don't have to turn there, just jot it down. It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, since we have watched our forefathers preach the gospel, since we have watched the saints plant churches, since we have watched people go before us and preach the gospel, be martyred, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside. It did not say let our grandpa lay aside. It did not say let God lay aside for us. It said us, this generation, let us lay aside. Listen, every weight and the 
Sin, which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. They said, we've watched a generation pay the price. We've seen a great cloud of witnesses. We heard what grandma did. We heard about the great awakening. We've heard about Azusa Street. We've heard about Brownsville. We've heard about all of these things that have happened. But now, guess what time it is? Now it's time for us to keep that stuff going and we've got to shed some things amen and here he is we've watched him and now it's time for us this generation of the church to do something I find it very interesting as I read this verse for just a little bit of revelation I'm trying to say God what is it you have for us and I find it interesting that the writer of Hebrews uses two words he uses the word uh, weight like something heavy and sin. Sometimes we think those are the same words, but it's like he uses two different words that are similar, but yet have different meanings in the spirit. Get this. He says, sometimes the things that we need to circumcise are weights. There are things that we need to pull off. And guess what? Sometimes those things that we need to circumcise, the things that we need to cut away, it may not be a sin. It may just be a weight in your life. A weight, it may have once been a good thing. It may not be a bad thing. But you need to get rid of it so you can move forward. But now it's a weight. And now it has turned into an anchor. And now, it has, now it's holding you back and keeping you stagnant and will not let you move forward in the process. It may not be a sin. It could be a good thing, but just something that is not allowing you to move forward. Something in the church that's not allowing the church to move forward. It could be someone in your life. It could be a group of people that you hang around. They're not bad people. They're good people. But every time you get around them, it's like, you tap a, it's, it's like you take a step back. It's like you're afraid to worship. It's like you're afraid to, to, to go forward with your faith. They're, they're not a sin, but, but, but it's just a weight. They, they, it, 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 it even may be like a level. Sometimes people get held up by their, by their giving. And you say, well, I give here and there. But, but your giving is not a bad thing, giving here and there. But it is not what God commanded you to give. And now it has become a weight. Uh, and you can't move forward. It could be a level of serving. You serve now. And, that's, and, and your serving is definitely a good thing. But now God is calling you to do something greater or go forward more but you but it keeps holding you back why because it becomes a weight and he said there's also sin that's holding this nation back that's holding the church back sin needs to be cut away in america we have diminished the meaning of sin we have reduced the list of sins. We now just call them problems or issues. 
The things that our forefathers said, that is a sin. The things that our grandparents preached and read from the Bible that said, these are sins. The things that Jesus preached while he is on the earth, while he was on the, the things that the disciples in the gospels were walking around and saying, this person, these people, they will not inherit, uh, they, 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 they will not inherit heaven. Why? Because they are sins. Now we just just call those things lifestyle choices. We have problems and issues and lifestyle choices. And as we diminish the list of sins, we are doing nothing more but ruining the next generation. Because as we diminish sins, we also diminish the need for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? Because we know that nothing can take care of sin except for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And now we are no longer pleading the blood over these things cause why? They're just an issue, not a sin. And now we have a generation in America and in the church where, where we are trying to say, this is a sin, this is not a sin. Look in the word of the Lord if there is ever a question. It is black and white, these debates that we are having. And now we're like in the wilderness and we have forgotten what our forefathers have done. We have forgotten all the, all, all the mountains he's moved. We've forgotten all the Red Seas that he's parted. And now we're sitting here and God is calling to the church and to our nation. You need to take off some weight and you need to take off sin. But weights and sin, why? They will rob you of your freedom and keep you from experiencing the promises of God. Band, help me out. In Joshua chapter 5, this same story, verse 8, it says, So it was when they had finished circumcising all the people, listen, that they stayed in their places in the camp till they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, this day, I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. You guys are free. Let's go. Therefore, the name of this place is called Gilgal to this day. Verse 10. The Lord just said, I rolled it away. Go get the promised land. Go get what is yours. Verse 10, now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at twilight on the plains of Jericho. They kept the Passover. <laughs> they kept the Passover. The Passover is symbolic of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. The Passover was a feast which later became the crucifixion and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And what is so amazing about this story that is often overlooked, what is so amazing about this moment in history is that before they went in and possessed the promised land, 
God said, I've rolled the stone away from the approach. You guys go, go possess what is yours. I have promised it. Your forefathers have worked so hard for it. Now it's yours, go and get it. But what did they do? They, they stopped what they were doing to remember Jesus, to remember the sacrifice. They stopped to remember the promise that was before them and that it's all about Jesus. Before we can expand as a church, we must remember it's all about Jesus. Before we move forward in growth, guess what? We must remember it's all about Jesus. Before we can see our dreams come into fruition, we must remember it's all about Jesus. Why do we not stop? Because it's all about Jesus. Why do we not rest on Sunday mornings and pat ourselves on the back and say, Woo, that you did so good today, Pastor? Why? Because it's all about Jesus. Why do we keep serving? Because it's all about Jesus. Why do we keep giving? Because it's all about Jesus and on this great day the independence of our nation and whenever we're reflecting on our nation and a day in the church and this day in the culture of our nation we need to stop and be thankful for those that paid the price before us amen we need to be thankful for the forefathers of our nation and for the forefathers of this church and number two we need to lead this generation and let them know now it's time for you to take up the cross. Now it's time for you to pay the price. And number three, we need to tell this, we need to remind our nation and the church, lay aside your weights, take off the sin. And number four, we need to remind the nation, if it wasn't for the Lord, you wouldn't even be here. It's all about Jesus. Come on, say, it's all about Jesus. Say it again. It's all about Jesus. Come on, wherever you are, will you just stand up with me right now? Come on, it's all about Jesus. Come on, we need to be thankful for those who came before us. We need to lead this generation and say, now it's time for you to pick up the cross. We need to lay aside the waste, lay aside the sin, and keep telling everybody it's all about Jesus. If it were not for the Lord, let me tell you where I would be. It's all about Jesus. Come on. Will you just raise up your hands with me? We're going to sing this out. Come on. Jesus. It's all about Jesus. You silence fear. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. It's all about Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, Come on, say his name over your house today. Somebody needs to walk in every room of your house this morning and just say Jesus. Jesus. Come on, remind your problem. It's all about Jesus. Come on, lift up a voice where remind your neighborhood. It's all about Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, you make 
everyone this morning lord i pray everyone that is i pray for everyone that is here watching and i pray that everyone who's watching online this morning lord i pray that right now lord that we just have a moment with you in our home like never before oh god lord i pray we just take a moment today and and thank you for the people who've gone before us for the generations before us for the mamas and the papas for the for the grannies and the grandpas that came before us and they prayed for us they they planted churches and they sowed seeds of the gospel and they went to other nations and declared your name lord i pray i thank you god that we just and i pray that we just take a moment and be thankful for the forefathers of our country those who fought those who had wisdom and knowledge and while we can get here and and and, and worship you lord lord i pray lord that we lead this generation a generation in the wilderness and remind them of all everything you've done remind them of the past remind them of the present and remind them of the promises of the future god let us remind our family and our children and generations of your goodness and remind them to take up the cross remind them now it's time for you to pay the price now it's time for you to shed some things now it's time for the church and for a nation to shed weights and take off sins and lord every morning when we wake up remind us it's all about you remind us we wouldn't even be walking around on planet earth if you didn't speak and said let there be light if you didn't speak to the ground and said bring forth fruit lord remind us lord we would be nothing if it wasn't for you oh god i pray over every unbeliever in our nation Lord, bring them to a place of conviction this morning. Lord, put a Christian on fire in their path. Put a Christian full of love and grace and mercy, but has the fire of their spirit, the fire of your spirit in their belly, and it cannot be quenched. Oh, God, put somebody in the path of every sinner, every lost person that can speak truth and life and with grace and mercy, and bring them to the cross, oh God. Lord, I pray for legacy church this morning lord never ever let us do anything without being reminded it is for you oh god remind us daily god i pray we grow we are stepping into the second half now is the second half of the year games are won and lost in the second half and i declare that the latter will be greater this second half of the year I pray for more I pray for more salvations I pray for more healings I pray people are filled with the Holy Ghost in these altars I pray demons are cast out I pray cancer cells begin to shrivel I pray lost sons and daughters find their way to the cross I pray for marriages I pray for finances Lord the second half is going to be greater come on why it's all about you today. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, see it out and declare it. Is the light that the shadows can't deny. Lord, I love you.
together and let's thank God for His goodness and for His mercy. Lord, I love you, I love you. Lord, we thank you today for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you for your presence that we have felt in this place. I thank you for the lives that were touched this morning that are watching online. I give you all the honor and glory and praise. Amen and amen. Can somebody say amen with me today? Amen. Listen, if you are one of those people who live in this city and you just watch us online, you better get to the house because God is about to do something in the second half that is greater. Get here this coming Sunday at 9.15 or 11 o'clock. I want you and your family to be right here. Do us a favor. If you have children, go online the week before. LegacyRome.com. Register your kids. It just helps make check-in quick, easy, and safe. So be sure you do that. I can't wait to worship with you next Sunday. Listen, if it's your first time watching or maybe you've been watching and you've never filled out a Connect card, go to our website, LegacyRome.com. Click on Connect and fill out the online connect card we want to say hello to you all right crowd let's let's put our hands together and let's thank everybody for watching today see you sunday have a blast independence day stay safe can't wait to worship with you and your family next week god bless